Right into this world All alone God takes your soul do you know what what TV show this song is off of? No, but if I had to guess, I would guess uh, the one you've never been able to watch because you don't have it. Oh no! Okay, no, okay. I don't know. What really, you've never? No. Hold on. No. Do you know? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh my! Are you just now watching that? No, no, no. I've watched it, but I I became infatuated so much that I wanted to. Get a bike and uh, a few sure. arm sleeves, yeah. uh-huh. neck tat. Yeah. And uh, that's a long time. Okay. Jake and I were living on the road when that was coming out. <laughs> so that's how long ago. That's pre marriage. Well, no, we would have just got no. married. 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. I watched it when I moved here. And okay. I. Yeah, you're a little. Yeah. Behind. I just became. Yeah. Who was telling us there's a new one, like the spinoff? Yeah, somebody was saying yeah. that. I don't remember I don't what, know that what was. it is either. Um, but everybody, welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. And today, in studio. Um, in studio. In studio. It's fun to say that. I love saying that. I know. Mm-hmm. And let's see, what what is today? What is, today is February 27th. It's the last Tuesday of the month. We've been a week into Lent. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh we have, I have questions. Okay. As soon as we talk about today. Okay. Today, national no brainer day. Uh, that's every day in my opinion, but whatever. Go on. Um, national strawberry day. Nice. Mm-hmm. This is lots of days. Is it like an odd season for it to be Very strawberry, strawberry okay. days. Sounds um, like a summer day. But. National protein day. So get your protein in. Yep. Yep. And national Kahlua day. That's a drink, right? Yeah, that you can put in coffee. It's pretty, hey, we could do that sometimes. We could do that sometimes. Yeah, so that's, that's a nice. fun day. Yeah. Okay, speaking of Lent, you know, I'm just kind of jumping on this Catholic train. I don't know if you can do that. Which religion, is nice. No, you can't. You know, because we're breaking down the walls, people. Right. And it yes. may or may not be on Friday today. It may. I don't know. But it's actually Tuesday. Yes. But let's say on Friday you're supposed to fast. Yes. All day? Yeah. You don't. If you're over the age of 18, you're not required to fast. And then okay. if you are, did I say over, I meant under the age. And then if you're over the age of 65, you are also not required to fast, but you were supposed to have small meals. Okay. So like, the fact I've went no now in between, meals. if it's say it's and no meat two o'clock on a Friday yeah, and I have an eight, you're doing good. I'm going above and beyond. Yes. So you can have a little snack, take it straight into heaven. Right. If I hadn't known you prior to today. I'd say yes. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> Yeah, and I guess, you know, we got some people worked up with our last podcast, oh, supposedly. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so oh, we're boy. just, no, we just like being sassy. And some people can take it, and some people can't. I bet this guy can. I have a feeling he can. Yeah. Yeah. The Let's people look. on his board alone. Oh, yikes. is there a lot on there? Oh, Otterburn. Oh. Hartwell. God, can you imagine? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Does he have to see them once a month? I hope not, but I'm guessing sometimes. Chelsea yeah. Hartwell? Yeah. Oh, bless. Bless his soul. All right. <laughs> Let's, exactly. let's welcome to the mic, mm-hmm. Mr. Gross. Mr. Mitch Gross. That's right. Hi, Mitch. Hello. How fun is this? <laughs> this is a blast. You've been waiting to get on this your whole life, haven't you? You're reaching I mean, the bottom of the barrel, I think. <laughs> that is no, false. That is no. definitely false. He, he was on, he's been on, we have a list and he was you, on right away. Yes, he was. It's, we're at the bottom of the barrel. We're not good at like getting through our list. We're not, we're no, horrible at we, getting through. Yes. And the fact we're hor- horrible at scheduling. scheduling? Yeah. So then it's, we okay, have. we're meeting at two and it's Thursday and now we're messaging people to yes, see who's free. Yeah, we're bad. Yeah. So, so I'm so glad you put us on, on your list. calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All good. I'm happy to be here. Okay. Yeah. So Mitch, we do a warm up. You definitely need to get this. So... Lena's going to, I am. Let's do topics. 
What do you mean by that? Maybe <clears throat> just a topic. So something that goes along with this job. Oh, very good. You see what I'm saying here? Yes. Okay. So we're going to put 30 seconds on. Okay. Oh, this is good. Yeah, I got it. I'm okay, ready. Okay. Yep. Okay. Things you have to budget for at the YMCA. And go. Paper towels, toilet paper, what? soap, cleaning supplies, um, salaries, um, monthly bills like electrical, heat, water, trash, anything a normal business would. Um, insurance. Oh, um, jeez. Sports supplies. Um, gosh, I could go. I could be here for an hour talking about budget. So. I could only imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's twelve <laughs> time. That's time. good. Good because he could have kept going. He didn't he ever stall. That was impressive. Yeah. People, what What is the number one that. thing that takes that takes the biggest chunk out of your budget? Salaries, staffing. Okay, so maybe we should go back to what does this man even do? Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's probably thinking, where does he work? Yeah. He has to budget for toilet paper. Yeah. Thanks for the intro here. Yeah, I know, right? We're, Let's we're, just throw him in talk there. Talk about good, being good at things. That's us. Yeah, yeah. Mitch. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Uh, I am the CEO at the YMCA of McCook. Okay. Yeah. All right. How many YMCAs are in the state of Nebraska? Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, yes. And where are they all? Um, this is a quiz. Okay. So I'll do my best here. Holdridge, Lexington, Gothenburg, Hastings. Uh, I'm not counting, by the way, so hopefully you are. Oh. Um, Kearney, um, Grand Island, um, Beatrice, Norfolk, Scotts Bluff, Omaha, Lincoln, South Sioux City. I think I hit them all. That's impressive. That is impressive. Oh. Sorry, not to take away from you. Thanks for getting me a drink. Uh, I brought you a present. It's fine. I, I didn't want any caffeine. Yeah, I know. Break my fast. That's my bad. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't want to mess that up. Whatever. Mitch, how long have you been at the Y? Uh, almost four years here and about a month. So my first day on the job was March 23rd of 2020. Oh, what a great time to come to. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> yeah. That is a horrible time to come. That's pretty much when Yikes. everything imploded. Yeah. Right? Whoa. Pretty it close. was the first day that the Y was shut down. Student of the pandemic, yes, was my first day on the job. Who was one of the coolest people that you met within the first year of moving here? Within the first year? Mm -hmm. um, are you trying to get a pat on the back here? I feel like she is because she was kind of pointing to herself <laughs> and smiling. I, yeah, I just, you were really I excited. Feel, uh, I feel as if present company excluded. Come on, leave oh, us out of it boy. or leave you out of it. Either way. Okay, so I, yeah, I was wanting a pat on the back. I, I don't know that I can single out just one. Mm -hmm. There's been so many great people that mm -hmm. have helped get me acclimated and my family acclimated to McCook. Um, you know, God, that, I I would feel awful if I just threw out one Through, name. Right, yeah. So. Haley Copes, that's right. <laughs> um, okay, so taking it back, where were you born and raised and how did you even get here to McCook? Because so people know the gross the family. Story? Yeah, we want the whole story. We have time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I was born in Hayes, Kansas. Um, Bless your soul. Yes. Love Hayes. Mm -hmm. uh, grew up, graduated high school there and was a townie. Stayed, stayed at home and went to Fort Hayes and um, got my degree in sports and recreation management. And right out of college, got my first professional gig in Topeka, Kansas, working for Shawnee County Parks and Recreation. Fun. Um, I think my title was I was a 
I can't, I think it was like a recreation coordinator or something like that. And that was in 1999. My, I was making $9.79 an hour. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I it remember was those fun. days. Yeah. Um, but had a really awesome um, mentor slash boss supervisor who um, really helped get me where I am today. She was just phenomenal and just showed me the ways and um, worked up at the ranks there at the Parks and Rec. I was there about five and a half years and it was such a cool experience because I was involved in everything. Like, I did a little bit of sports. I did a little bit of the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran the swimming pool for a couple of summers. Mm-hmm. I ran the concession stand. Wait, for- so you're saying, were you a lifeguard? Um, no, okay. I wasn't a lifeguard, but I managed oh. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did senior citizens programming. I did, we did day trips across the state where we would, I would take them to theaters and go visit museums and things mm-hmm. like that. It was kind of a, just a cool part of the job. Um, I ran summer day camps, um, just a well-rounded experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Towards the end, I got promoted to where I was running a, a, a community center. I was kind of in charge of a lot of different things. And um, was just ready for, you know, to keep moving on. And um, uh, started applying for jobs. And um, I'm sure people around here are familiar with the Cornhusker State Games in, mm-hmm. in Lincoln. While the Sunflower State Games took place in Topeka, which is where I was living. And that job came open and I didn't think I had a chance and you know what, in getting it. Um, the interview process, I was sitting outside this room at um, this building where the interviews were taking place. And the gentleman that was interviewing before me was the former Parks and Rec CEO for the city of Topeka. And he walked out of the room and I'm like, oh my God, this is just a waste of time. This guy's like, you know, 56 years old and has a wealth of experience. And so I just went in there and just, you know, I think it was the best thing that ever happened because it like made me just calm down and I wasn't nervous at all because I thought I have no chance at all. And um, lo and behold, I got the job. So, um, so yeah, I ran the Sunflower State Games for just over 14 years. Oh my gosh. Um, Amazing experience. It's you spend an entire year building and planning for one big event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I started, there was around four to 5,000 athletes. By the time I left, we had over 9,000. Wow. Oh we grew it from um, you know, 20, 25 sports to over 40. Um, we were able in my time to add a bunch of special events throughout the course of the year. We took over the Kansas Senior Games, which in itself is another very big event. Um, Did out-of-state out of people go to that? I was just curious if yeah. Lena attended that event. <laughs> 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 not in Kansas. Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> but it was, it was a really cool experience because we were involved with something larger. We were a part of the National Congress of State Games. So there was like 30-some states that have state games and Every year you get together as a group and have a conference and sharpen your knives. And then every, every other year you would have the National Congress of State Games, um, like the big annual event where your local athletes would qualify to go on right. and compete at the national level. And mm-hmm. so 
Um, being involved in that association was great because I got to travel the country. I was part of the site selection team where these competitions would take place. And so it was just, it was a really, it was a great, great experience. And I'm really proud of the work that I was able to accomplish there. Well, that's awesome. huge. Yeah. Those numbers that, yeah. because I worked for the city of Kearney mm-hmm. and did everybody, everything you just talked about, but to see the, the improvements over time, like that's what you want for any program and to be able to leave and say, this is what we accomplished. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really big. And it's never by yourself. There was a massive no. support team. Um, you know, it was a small operation, you know, it was, it was basically, I had an assistant and <laughs> we loved college interns. <laughs> mm, I bet. <laughs> Thank good mm-hmm. for, you know, the local college students that would come in every year and help us pull this massive thing off. But um, yeah, it was a great experience. As towards the end of my tenure there, my kids were getting older um, and we were growing weary of the big city. Uh, Topeka is not massive, but it's still a big community. You know, it's well over 100,000. And um, my son was, you know, was in the largest school district in the state. And you just kind of, you're just a number. And, um, you know, we were wanting them to grow up in a more wholesome environment like we did in Hayes. And, um, you know, started looking around the last year and a half that we were there as far as other, you know, possibilities for a career. And, you know, obviously with my brother living here in McCook for 20 some odd years at that point, we would visit McCook a couple of times a year to go to watch football games and and visit, um, and, you know, see my niece and nephew, and, and um, we just always loved it. We just, it was just a cool little town. Um, you know, we'd spend time in his garage after football games and just just such nice, welcoming people. And so um, one thing led to another. I got a text from him one day and uh, said that the YMCA job was available because he knew that we were looking to get out of Topeka. And, um, yeah, so... If it wasn't for family, wouldn't we wouldn't be here, mm-hmm. um, you know? Um, so that's that's kind of that's how we got to McCook, um, and you know the just having opportunities for your kids. That was you know that was the big reason for our move was mm-hmm. was was family, and then also just to be a part of something. You know, we were in Topeka a long time, and we had lots of really good friends and acquaintances, but you never really felt like you were part of the community and so it, i bet you feel <laughs> as if you're part of the community now oh. absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and so um absolutely love it here it's been a, an awesome four years it's been a whirlwind mm-hmm. um as you mentioned before you know moving here in, in march of 2020 was a, a whirlwind in itself but um yeah we we love it it's great so awesome yeah and you have two children. Yes. And what what ages or grades are they now? Um, Patrick is a senior. Okay. So Didn't he just sign? Is he going to play somewhere? Um, no. So Wait. he's he's, he's, he's oh going, no he's no he's going to game. game. Yeah, he's a playing in game, a game, right? Yes. yes. He got selected <clears throat> to play in the Shrine Bowl. Yeah. So yes. very big, massive honor for him. That's football. Um, yes, football. Yes. Yeah. And so couldn't be more proud of him. Um, he has made his decision in the last couple of weeks. He is going to go to Fort Hayes and he's just, Aww. he's going to be a student. So, awesome. um, he had, you know, several opportunities to look at playing at the next level football. And at the end of the day, we let him 
you know, it's his sole decision and, mm-hmm. and we're excited about him going to Fort Hayes and being a student. So, cool. and so that's what he wants to do. Um, and then we have a seventh grade daughter, Bryn, mm-hmm. um, ball of energy. So <laughs> yes, she is. Yes. Um, and you know, I, I think I can safely say speaking on their behalf, I think they both love it here. Um, as a oh, parent, okay. I look at them and they're both thriving. Um, they have awesome, you know, friends and just lots of activities that they're a part of. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're just kids, but I, I'm just for them. I'm so glad that we made the move here because I can just mm-hmm. see it that, you know, they're thriving here. So that's outstanding. That's yeah. awesome. And I think as your kids get older, it's so nice to be in a community where there's so many other people who are helping you watch out for them. Oh you yeah. Know? I mean, that's yeah. the way McCook is, you know, mm-hmm. that there's somebody who's going to make that phone call when they see them doing something they shouldn't be or when they do the good things too, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun. It's fun to watch them succeed. Yeah. So, I mean, in your time here, your oldest, I mean, Patrick had his high school career. Yeah. And that, and everyone <laughs> oh, wow. says how yeah. fast that goes. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um, he was an eighth grader when we moved and we had, we thought we had everything timed out perfectly mm-hmm. to where we were, we had the time off when it was spring break in Topeka. And mm-hmm. then we got here and there was the little short spring mm-hmm. break here. Mm-hmm. Well, that all went to hell right. in a handbasket. Oh, yeah. yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So the, it was kind of set up to where we were excited that for Patrick, like specifically in eighth grade, track would have started like mm-hmm. the next week. So mm-hmm. it would have been a perfect opportunity for him to meet some meet people, people before high yeah. school. And yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And so that all kind right. of went out the window. But but thank goodness you moved here then and you mm-hmm. weren't in to- Topeka. Yeah, for yeah. sure. During all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened to your job that you had in Topeka during that time? Because they probably, like, would they have been preparing still to do these big games? Yeah, it, I had most of the year planned and ready to go, um, just because I kind of saw this coming. Mm-hmm. And I had an assistant who I, I had been kind of cultivating her for a couple of years, just, hey, a succession mm-hmm. plan without telling anybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that girl, I, I felt bad, so bad for her. Um, you know, yeah, she got mm-hmm. through it with flying colors. Yeah. And, that's awesome. um, that's good. but she got burnt out really quick. Mm-hmm. And so she, she moved on, um, mm-hmm. you know, but man, she was in a tough, tough spot and, and she was able to pull it through. So yeah, that's uh, good. very wow. proud of her. Yeah. Yeah. So CEO of the Y, what do you do? Do you just hang out in your office? I feel as if your job kind of is similar to a pastor <laughs> or <laughs> who else doesn't own, you work one day a week. Yeah. yeah. I usually, yeah, there's not a lot of planning. Not I a mean, lot of planning is a CEO. Yeah. 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 No, I call and do. ask questions. You don't know them. Yeah. So oh, what, what, what is your actual duties um, besides budgeting? Budgeting mm-hmm. that takes 30 minutes, uh, one mm-hmm. day a week, one day a month. Right. It's very complex. Okay. Complex. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what I would say is coming out of COVID in the, my first year and a half, mm-hmm. I really just focused my energies on looking inward, Okay. just doing what I could to kind of get the operation built up to what we felt like the standards that we needed to have in place to meet the best experiences that we could provide given our current situation Mm -hmm. for our members in the community. And so I I really focused inward. And at that time you really couldn't go out and have meetings for quite some time. Right. And so you didn't get to meet all those board members probably. Ultimately, you know, 
the words that resonate with me today, even during the interview process, was I, I was hired to engage the community. Mm -hmm. And um, since that time, you know, after about a year, year and a half on the job, that's really what I've focused on. You know, step one was getting the systems and staff in place to run the day-to-day -day operation. Mm -hmm. And then step two is, okay, now we can step out and be a bigger part of the community uh -huh. where we're forming partnerships and mm -hmm. collaborating with other entities in the community and truly making an impact on, you know, McCook um, and, and a lar at a larger scale and not just kind of being over here in a bubble. And right. so... Is there a YMCA? Because I'm assuming you've probably visited all the YMCAs of Nebraska. Most of them, yeah. Is there been one that you visited that just kind of gave you hope that this is what you want it to maybe look like or push towards? 100%. Wh which one was it? Or multiple? Um, yeah, multiple. The one that's probably closest similar to our situation is in Beatrice. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah, you know, they just went through a nice project to, mm -hmm. you know, their building's about the same age as ours. And, um, the things that they've been able to do in a short amount of time in a small community to mm -hmm. transform, you know, their vision for the future. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's what we're working on now behind the mm -hmm. scenes is, is just really how can we make a bigger impact that's longer lasting on the community. Mm -hmm. so. Well, if we haven't said it yet, you are doing it very well. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> well, thank you. Keep up the good work. Kiddo. I mean, from the daddy-daughter Nance. There, I just feel like, well, first of all, I have never not sang the praises for the swimming lessons. Because uh -huh. I, Ooh. all my girls went through mm -hmm. swimming lessons for years at the YMCA. Fabulous program. Yeah. And I know, I believe it's through Red Cross. Is it through mm -hmm. Red Cross? They have changed a lot. And I've worked mm -hmm. at several different Ys myself. And so seeing what McCook has been able to do has been phenomenal. I didn't have a son to mm -hmm. do the sun night, but I've heard amazing things about that activity. That, that yeah, I heard that was there. really good because they did the dark games yeah. or whatever. And women's volleyball, besides some of the poor behavior on the competitive <laughs> side, us rec people really know how to manage ourselves. Uh, and then co-ed. That's course. a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> it so. really should be. Oh, in yeah. more ways than one. Yeah. I was mainly talking about her, but there are other people <laughs> who don't keep themselves and in And uh, we only are in one it's season. It's so fun. Yeah. But think about what what my parents who are in their you know eighties and seventies love is when they pull when they used to pull into the Y mm -hmm. and see the entire parking lot full. Mm -hmm. So the majority of the community is there for flag football. Mm -hmm. The little kids, like if it was volleyball or when they have basketball, that some of these kids may never play a sport again. Mm -hmm. But they have this opportunity as a youth and to have their family come and watch them. It's so beautiful. It's yeah. so amazing. And so, you know, kind of get back to your question, what do I do? You know, a big oh, part of it. we haven't answered this yet. Well, Still thinking about it. But no, a part of it, though, is, I mean, you have to have the staff in place to run these programs. Because mm -hmm. I certainly can't do mm -hmm. it, do all of the, I, you know, I couldn't teach swim lessons. Right. Um, I couldn't put together a daddy-daughter date night like Soraya does, who's our fabulous youth development director mm -hmm. um just using that as an example so you have to have professional experienced staff who are driven mm -hmm. and are motivated um but more importantly you have to empower them to do the job and and that's a big part of it and so um staff systems policies um procedures just things in place to make their lives easier. And so you have to provide them the tools to be successful. Mm -hmm. 
you can't just say, here, go do it. Like, you got to make sure you're setting them up to be successful. So that's a big part of it, you know. That's a huge leadership quality to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm not the one hands-on running the programs per se, but it's, you know, again, empowering your staff and and Mm -hmm. giving them the tools to succeed is is a big part of it. That's awesome. How many full-time employees does the Y currently have? Um, seven. And And part-time? We, depending on the season, it's usually around 35 to 40. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we're coming up on a really busy season. Um, soccer's upon us. That's our biggest sport. Um, youth soccer, that is. Um, swim lesson season's getting ready to kick off. Um, summer camp is just around the corner, which it's February and mm-hmm. we are full for the entire summer. There's what? there's already a wait list. Can so, you believe that? I was actually, um, I was telling Lena today cause I was looking at summer camp and I, I can't wait till my kids are old enough to do that. Yeah. It's, swim every it's, day to just, and do phenomenal. all the things. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, that, that goes back to my experiences back with the parks and rec department. Mm-hmm. I was, I started out, I was a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. Then okay. I was in charge of the camp and yeah. you, you just get to through those experiences. Mm-hmm. You learn how things work and things operate. And, you know, when we implemented it here, you know, again, you got to have good staff in place. And, and Soraya came to us at the perfect time, a young professional who's very driven mm-hmm. um, and motivated and wants to be really a fabric of the community. And, you know, we're, She's excelling. The program's excelling. Um, I wish we could take 100 kids, but we can't, you know, <laughs> due to space and those types of things. You know, we're limited to 30 kids um, per day and, and, and we're maxed out for the summer. So wow. good problem to have, right? Yeah, yeah great so, problem to have. Yeah. Well, and I think you're an exciting time to be a cook with all of the new things mm-hmm. that are coming. And I know sometimes financially that that spreads community sins, but it's a great opportunity for McCook to build on the things that are already starting to snowball. So like for her to have success with these programs, mm-hmm. that's just really exciting. So, yeah. And I think that kind of speaks to just the progress that's taking place. Um, and just in my four years here, I've, I've seen a segment of the population that, can kind of tell they've kind of said i'm putting my foot down we've had enough it's time for change McCook deserves better mm-hmm. and if i can we the ymca can play a part in that mm-hmm. you better believe we're going to be involved in it That's because awesome. the y is a hub of the community yeah. it's not just a place for people to go to you know get on a treadmill or or lift some weights you know yes it's all about leading healthy and active lifestyles, mm-hmm. but it's a social community hub. Mm-hmm. Um, For all ages. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's huge. Um, you know, you talked about your adult women's volleyball league. Like, I mean, that's just an awesome opportunity mm-hmm. once a week for six weeks for that group of people to have that camaraderie that you guys right. have. And when they when they have it, yeah. but our teams do. <laughs> so, did you put, did you see, have you seen on Facebook our signings? I did. Yeah, so exciting. A little cool. much? No, not a, a little, little much. Says the person who started it all, sending uh, out signings. I didn't even have, I didn't even have a women's Your team. players. And I now mean, I do. You, oh, yeah. Oh, you, when you know the college it. volleyball, yeah. I mean, it's very comparable. <laughs> I, very, I know, I agree. Yikes. I agree. 
Yikes. But the why lets us have fun with that because we're kind of silly about things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they kind of go along and support it to a yeah. degree. So yeah. we keep Poor it. Baylor. Yeah. I know. Poor, I know. Poor Baylor. Baylor. So tell me this. when, Because you deal with a lot of athletics. The why does. You have mm-hmm. youth sports. Mm-hmm. You have youth soccer. You have youth everything. Mm-hmm. Right? That involves a lot of youth parents. Mm-hmm. Is there ever any issues Oh, he's not. He's, yeah. He just was, raised his eyebrows. I was looking the wrong way. <laughs> where where do those get addressed? Do those come to you? Do they just, are they more just out of curiosity? Because that just sounds to me ugh, like, as if it could be a lot of angry parents in youth sports. Um, or do you not really hear much about it? Oh, yeah. It it, it just kind of depends on the situation. Okay. And each situation. Or what is the, what is is the biggest complaint? Oh, goodness. Um, you got to look at the the negative too here. Yeah. You know, one of the things we deal with a lot is maybe some parents think that their kids are entitled to, you know, this and Mm -hmm. with Y sports, it's, it's introductory. Let's be honest. It's really recreational. It's it's an opportunity. That's why soccer for us is is our biggest sport because Mm -hmm. it's easy for parents. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of equipment involved. It's not super expensive. It's not time consuming. You know, it's easy. And so it gets their kids out. It gets them exposed to physical activity. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's easy for them. Mm -hmm. Um, but every now and then, you know, you, and, and the way our leagues are structured, coaches, they're all volunteer parents, right? Yeah. They're not paid coaches. They're <laughs> most, most cases, they're not experienced coaches. They're, they're learning on the job just like their kids are. Mm-hmm. And so the leagues wouldn't run without the parents' involvement, right? Um, sometimes other parents forget that, that, hey, it's, you know, this dad or this mom that are giving their time to, to coach the team coach my son or daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go complain to them about my son not getting enough snaps at quarterback in flag football, you know, things like that. Right. Um, yeah. And so ultimately they're usually not big deals. Um, nine times out of 10, the coach will be able to handle those things themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll, you know, that's when Baylor who's our sports director or myself will have to step in and just, you know, you just, more often than not, you just need to be a good listener. Um, mm. That's that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to maybe help make some alternate arrangements and <laughs> push people in a certain direction. But um, you know, nine times out of ten, people just want to be heard, and mm-hmm. you have to be there to listen and give them a platform to get it off their chest. So, right, that's fair. Yeah. With flag football, is it just for boys, or is there an American girls? There's there's been a few girls registered. Yeah here and there and, and conversely there's been a few boys that that want to play volleyball, volleyball. i've yeah. seen i've seen more of that yeah. as when my girls were still yeah. doing why that they were even at that time yeah yeah so. which is kind of interesting i mean kind of fun i mean again it goes back to the introduction of physical mm-hmm. activity is right what, yeah this goes back to and i think where we've had success specifically with our sports program and in, in our youth leagues is just getting up to date on today's trends mm-hmm. and and making making it easier for coaches to coach, mm-hmm. um, giving them the tools and, you know, helping them understand what is the best way to get your kids prepared through practice to play the game. Um, and also making it a better experience for the kids, right. you know, the, the old days of, 
having a line of 10 kids stand in line while the coach is doing one-on-one that, that doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, soccer, you can't play 11 v 11 with first and second graders. It just doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's is all, that how many people are on the, on the field for soccer? I don't even know. Well, like when you grow up and you're in high school and adults, it's yes, yes. Wow. But like, you know, I'm just using it as example. So, you know, we've implemented small sided soccer, which is three V three or five V five, seven V seven, depending on the age, just to make it a better experience. Because the last thing you want to have is herd ball, you know, and you have <laughs> twenty two kids running around a soccer ball. Yes. So you know, yes. I think I'm just using that as an example. Right. So it's <clears throat> all about trying to implement strategies that make it a better experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, yes, YMCA leagues are introductory, they're recreational. Um, it's our hope at some point down the road, we'll be in a better position to maybe better align ourselves through partnerships with the competitive and travel leagues. Just mm-hmm. right now to our, our current situation, it's, it's kind of our focus still is just sure. the recreational yeah. based offerings that we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear the recreational part that he talked about? So that even goes to women's volleyball. You don't have to go crazy. <clears throat> okay. I'm just saying. I just wanted to get that out there. The YMCA is in a, it has a niche. Well, that's the, for the non-competitors. You're in a different. <clears throat> just you're basically your, volunteering keep, your bodies to keep, be hurt. Keep your ball on your side of the court. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I can't wait for March to come. Mm-hmm. Best of luck, yeah, kids. I, I'm so glad. There's so many things that you touched on. So good for the community to hear that most coaches are volunteering their time to coach your child. Yes. Yeah. And my kids never knew about soccer. We never told them. Um, I have never told them either, but somebody keeps telling my children they really want to play. And I'm just, and I've heard really amazing things about it, but I was like, I just, at that time when they were that age, I didn't want to add another thing and get started, but I've seen so much success with even now. Don't you also do like an older version? Did Stacey Blomson introduce like older kids playing? Um, We did that shortly after I think, our second year here, I yeah. implemented um, the high school, have high school soccer. Yeah, just oh, at the Y. Okay, get it. Yeah, uh-huh. just because we knew that there's there's high school kids that want to play, mm-hmm. and so again, it's not full blown eleven v eleven. They play three v three because yeah. there's not enough interest to get sure. beyond that. Right. Um, but like, again, it's it's an option, right? right. And so that's, that's what it's all about. When is the high school soccer season in Nebraska? Is it a spring or fall? See, I don't remember. Because I think that's one reason why we don't have it is competing with who. Well, because North Platte has soccer. I know. We don't, but I don't know if it's because it competes with our track or if it because it competes with. But isn't North Platte and McCook the same size as school? Yeah. So. No. No? No. Well, North Platte's bigger. But they compete in some things. Well, they compete against each other, but not in the same class. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, they're A, we're yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah. why did I say yeah? yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I, don't know either. I was just thinking that too. Yeah. What are some of your fondest memories so far that you've been at the Y? Oh, yeah. Good question. Uh, that You're is welcome. a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Let's see. How, is that is very tough. Yeah, That's I mean, so four years, mm-hmm. it's gone by in a flash so so if somebody asked you that first memory that comes to your head is <coughs> oh, yep, uh-huh. um hmm. uh i would say as we've gone 
through the last couple years, we've, we've done a lot of visioning and kind of analytical studying about what needs to take place with our why and how it can impact the com- community. And I think probably when we made the decision within the last couple of years to let's, let's do something and let's do it big and let's not put a Band-Aid on things. And so without getting into specifics, it was like turning the page, mm-hmm. like so to speak. And that moment that it clicked in my mind that we're... We're doing it. Yeah, we're we're gonna do something. That was that's probably my most fondest memory. You know, again, without being too specific, but right. yeah, just just knowing that the exciting the the future for us is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for the why, but for McCook and how you know our vision for the future of the why is really going to positively impact the entire community. Mm-hmm. That's so, outstanding. Awesome. Yeah. What about Lena? Do you have any well, good memories of the why? I have incredible memories from the Let's light. Hear them. Swimming lessons are honestly some of my best because my girls have fell in love with swimming and mm-hmm. that's something they can do for the rest of their lives. And they, so they have done swim lessons to why swim and to summer swim. And then the daddy daughter dance is like, it's going to make me emotional actually. It's huge because it gives these kids an opportunity to have this special moment, these young girls with their dads. And most of them really went out of their way to make mm-hmm. it a big deal. And I think that's just beautiful. And the talk around the community in, with specifically what Mitch just mentioned is the excitement for what the future holds for the why. Mm-hmm. And as our own entity, we will support you in any way that we can because what you're doing is fabulous. And that is just, right. Yeah. Seriously. Amen. Seriously. Yeah, no, 100% I mean, agree. And it's just for all ages and it, it is a hub. And when you go there, like for women's, I mean, the place, there's stuff going on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, just, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good job. Yeah. It's, it's amazing when you, you know, if I'm, I'm there late on a Tuesday night and there's basketball practice going on, there's swim lessons practice going on. There's two group exercise classes going on. The weight room is full. There's people on the treadmills. Um, it's mm-hmm. just a cool thing yeah. to see. And especially this time of year, that parking lot is full almost mm-hmm. every night. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see you. Do you have a good, yeah. What's yeah. I don't, um, I don't, I don't want Mitch to get a big head or anything. <laughs> but, um, so I met Mitch the year of 2020. Mm-hmm. Cause right. 2021. One, 2021, we were in Southwest Nebraska leadership mm-hmm. and just his, which that was kind of a tough time for you working. I feel You'd been there. You got to see all this stuff mm-hmm. behind the scenes and his just his motivation and the care for wanting to make McCook better through the why just had me so invested that I believed awesome. in Mitch so much mm-hmm. that I believed in the why so much. And so that, I think that's why I give, I don't give, I mean, I try to get people to work there. Mm-hmm. I try to do all this stuff. I'm, he talked me into getting a membership there. Now, anytime somebody moves to town, I said, get a Y membership. Right, exactly. My new assistant was debating between anytime and the Y. I said, why would you, why? Mm -hmm. Nothing against anytime. Mm -hmm. I'm not not saying whichever way, but why not give back to the Y? Because it does just so much more for the community. Mm -hmm. There's so many things there. Yeah. Um, And again, the swim has been great. Um, My child loves swim. She dressed up as one of 
the workers there from the YMCA <laughs> right. one year. Yeah. Um, and I just, within that, I have just grown to love the YMCA just mm-hmm. because of the involvement that mm-hmm. Mitch has put in there. So yeah, yeah well, semi good job, buddy. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. We <laughs> have a long ways to go. Um, but I'm very proud of where we're at right now. Um, and a big part of it is just the support that we get. Um, because I think people recognize how important it is to our community. You know, McCook doesn't have a recreation department. Mm-hmm. We are the de facto recreation department. Yeah. Unfortunately, people don't realize that though. Yeah. Cause if you haven't lived somewhere else and you know, like these other towns, just like what you said, that there mm-hmm. is a park and rec department that does all these things. No one realizes how much falls yeah. on your local YMCA. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. huge to say. And yeah. especially, you know, I think there's also another misconception that we're funded. Yes. Through I the didn't, city yeah. or the government mm-hmm. or this, and that's not the case. I mean, mm-hmm. we're. A, Those memberships make a difference, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. A huge difference. And, and it costs a lot to keep the doors of that building open. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember yeah. the toilet paper? It yeah. costs money. It does. Well, people have no idea what it costs <laughs> just to turn the lights on. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. not even with anybody yeah. even stepping in the building. Just yep. to turn the lights on mm-hmm. is costly. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the building's 40 plus years old. And so to maintain a building of that age mm-hmm. um, with a ton of deferred maintenance, um, uh, indoor aquatic center, which is a extremely corrosive environment. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, I'm just comparing yeah. that to a body that could be over 40 years yeah. old. Yeah. Uh, I think that's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Pools are like, they're Ooh. such a blessing for communities, yeek, yeek. but until you've been in an institution and you've seen the financials, you have no idea what mm-hmm. that does. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Oh, I can tell you stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, about the pool. Yeah. Ooh. So again, that goes back to you got to have people in place that know them, mm-hmm. know how to run them, mm-hmm. know the chemicals, know the mechanical side. Because mm-hmm. again, I, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> right. So that's my job is to make sure we have those people in place. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good so. Job. Mm-hmm. Well, you already asked him. You know, he said he listened to our podcast. We yeah. end our podcast, Mitch, with some questions. Okay. So what are some other podcasts or what other things you listen to in your free time? Uh, I'm boring. I'm just a sports junkie. Okay. I, okay. I'm all sports all the time. I, you know, I listen to you guys on your podcast talking about all these TV shows and movies and all this. And I very seldom sit down and watch like a series or anything. I have a couple mm-hmm. go-tos, mm-hmm. but. What are those? Um. Oh goodness. My number one like vice that's like so corny and stupid oh, is wait um, for I know. I'm excited now. Uh below deck sailing yacht. Oh is yes! Amazing. Never it's seen that. So uh, yeah, that's nope. good. God. I'm gonna give you points. I love I can't <laughs> you wait. Would like this. Yeah. On, yes. I think it's on Monday nights in the oh, fall or summer and like it's like I can't wait for that show to come on because mm-hmm. there's just so much drama. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I watch Fargo when it comes out and stuff like that. Okay. But um, no, it's sports all the time. Okay. So, you know, I'm a huge, huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Um, massive. That's like my passion in life mm-hmm. is following the Steelers. So during football season, like if I'm at the office, I have the Pittsburgh sports radio station on so I can listen to all things oh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's just how weird I am. Um, so, yeah. Uh, big KU basketball fan, um, you know, so sports are always on in our house. Um, yeah, I do listen to a few particular 
um, podcasts, but not they're all sports related. So okay, yeah, okay, that's boring. I know. No, it's not at all. It's what you like. It's what you like. Nothing wrong with that. What about caffeine? Do you? Um, every day. Okay. I always have two coffees. Two. All right. Just plain black coffee with a splash of skim to take the edge off. All right. Splash. I could do that too. Are you reading anything? Do you read? I am not a big reader. No. 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 It's okay. I'm not. No. Who in this moment, Mitch, are you thankful for? I'm thankful that you two allowed me to come in here oh, today. Nobody is. Oh my gosh. He has just I know. won our hearts. I think, I don't he know if we're writing a check yeah. right now. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. There, well, let me answer this a yeah. couple of ways. So, okay. Okay. Um, oh boy. And this, yeah. The, this is why I like Coach Cobza so much. Oh, he, oh God. Thanks for narrowing it down to one. <laughs> yeah. You're okay. always learning stuff every day, right? right? And she had one of the coolest quotes I think I've ever heard. And it was, who is your most important audience? And I was like, and her quote was, the person in front of you. And I thought that was so cool. That so is. Good job, dude. I learned that from Coach Cobza right here. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I love it when people quote uh, me. I didn't know people oh, did until this moment. Well, but you should start. You should start. I. That was good. Um, Great. But go, what was the question again? Who... Thankful for it was yeah. who are you thankful for in this moment? Besides, yeah, yeah. No. you put us. I'm okay with it. You I can too. With uh, that. Obviously, important people in my life are is my wife Shanna, um, who's mm-hmm. my rock. She gets to, she's she's my outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, she other than the seems fact so that awesome. I love her, um, yeah, just a fantastic woman, um, a great mother. Um, and obviously, my kids are wonderful. They're why we're mm-hmm. here. Um, you know, my brother is a big part of my life. He's kind of my mentor. Who's your brother? He lives here in town? Jeff Gross. Coach oh, Gross. Jeff yeah. Gross. That's, I knew, I knew there was maybe that's a similar. So nice. That's such a sweet relationship, that is nice. though. You know, it is funny, though, because people sometimes get us confused, and I always give them crap about it. Um, in fact, I've had people ask me um, how my dad's doing, and they're re- re- misrepresenting him as my dad, which, so I always yes. give him crap. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to say something to him yeah. next time. How's, how's your son? How's your oldest yeah. son? Yeah. Is he doing well how's at the Y? <laughs> So he does deserve that. So yeah, he's a big influence on my life. Just, you know, not that I want to be like him, but Hmm. just as a, um, you know, somebody that I look up to because he's been very successful and he goes about it in the right way. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think people look up to him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm very, very grateful for, um, you know, without naming any specific names, some people in town that have really helped me out, um, people on my board, you know, people in our community that... Could have, you list off the people on your board without forgetting anybody? Oh, goodness. I don't know if that would be fair to everybody. How many, or how many is on the board? 13. Oh, don't, yeah, yeah. don't. You might forget somebody. <laughs> Feelings would be hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a few individuals that are just awesome. Matt Sainert. Um, he's know. okay. He is. Yeah. He legit. He's, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. you know, just, we like him too. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Linda Shout Taylor. <gasps> Linda. What a sweetheart. Um, she is a cool cat. I used to have lunch with her. She uh, is a cool cat. Yeah. You used to have lunch with her? Yep. She's mm-hmm. the mayor, right? Yep. She's yeah. amazing. She is. I know. I yeah. love Linda. She is great. Yeah. She's good. I don't know if yeah. I'd catch her in a back alley though. I feel she oh, could, she could, she could get someone. Yeah. Mark Graff, amazing man who's really helped me out. Um, you know, I could, I could go on and on. Yeah. Um, so, um, and you know, 
my staff. I have a really good relationship with them. Mm, very, very awesome. proud of them. Um, you know, going through some changes now, but ultimately we are not, would not be where we're at without them, mm -hmm. you know. So their commitment has allowed us to, allowed me and our board to, again, look to the future and how we can make a bigger impact on our commu community because I have good staff in place. That's awesome. So, yeah. What about you, Lena? Lena Bell? I'm going to have to say our new uh, priest at St. Pat's, Father Obedient. I didn't really care for him at first, okay? He kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But um, he's just helping me work through some things, like uh -huh. learn some new things. And he's very knowledgeable at what he's assisting with. And so I'm going to be thankful for him today. Awesome. Yeah. I have... I'm actually quite sure I've already said Mitch before, so I can't. You have, I, I know yeah, I have. I know you did. You <laughs> yeah. just did recently, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you should probably listen to that episode. I don't mm -hmm. remember which one. Yeah. But I'm going to go for Baylor. Oh, yeah. Is it Hel Hel Helmuth? Helmuth, yeah. Helmuth. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say him just for the fact he has our, our season coming up, and I wish him the best of luck. Oh, yeah. And uh, hopefully his refs do okay. And oh, yeah. Good the, job for making all this happen. Mm -hmm. all, the, all the things that Baylor does besides volleyball. Yeah. So good work, yeah. Baylor. He's a great, great young professional. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Has he done leadership? And he's from Hershey. Not Go yet. Panthers. Not yet. Yeah. And he'll be good. Yeah. 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 We, we, he's from Hershey? Yeah. Oh, God. So he's what, super what, this cool. Influx it's just people from north coming down. It's so nice. Is it? is it? It's just okay. bringing a yeah. good vibe to yeah. cook. Yeah. Well, and we're always thankful for our sponsors. Jones. Oh, huge thank you. Even uh, if I didn't bring you in, which last time I just you've been understand. having a caffeine situation, remember? I know, but so, it's, just, it's just odd to me that you wouldn't even I got my I mean, Americano today. Did delicious. everyone watch our video? I wonder. I'm sure they did. Yeah. We need to do one at the Y sometimes. We should fun. do one at the Y. <gasps> volleyball. When we were at volleyball. Yep. It's we'll happening. make us a good TikTok. Yes, it'll be so good. Yeah. Um, well, that's soap. And El Porto. Yeah. Huge thank you to them. Anything else you have left to say? Goodness, I'm looking forward to coming back in a few months. Yes, so are we. Yeah. And we can talk about cool things then. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's and do people, it. if you don't have your YMCA membership, go in and get one. Yeah. And get signed up for swimming lessons. Yeah. Still time for Women's Volleyball League. Yes. Co-ed league. Actually, no, there's not, because that stuff should have been done by the 22nd. That's what I said. Yes. So, so make it happen. Right. Uh, and best of luck to everyone that's playing me and Cindy Pohl's team. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to another episode of coaching caffeine and comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. Thanks Mitch for coming today. Thank you. Yeah, All right. <laughs>